Is this live? Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! Yeah, okay. You know, you're what are you doing? Thank you, dummies. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. This one, ladies and gentlemen, we're doing it again. The train rolls on, and guess what? This week, the Fighting Four is back. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it, though. Um, as Tony has written here, a UFC on ESPN 6, which is also known as Reyes versus Weidman, will be held October 18, 2019 at the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Proteus. We're going to go ahead and get into this one. Um, we're going to do, as we do most times, we're going to do the main event, the co-main event, everyone's favorite segment of the show, Spotlight Fight of the Night, and hopefully we'll have time to do a little Amp Radio Rewind. Uh, DJ Tony, I think, you'd be very pleased with the results. All right, so let's go ahead and bring in the stars of the show. Um, the woman who was on vacation last week, and having a good time with her family, doing a little leisurely time. Let's go ahead and bring her in, DJ Tony. It's Pam from North Carolina. Hey, hey, hey. Buenas noches. Welcome back, Pam. How are you? Yep, saludos de Nuevo Mexico. I am back in the South, y'all. I had a great trip. Um, you know, I was saying before it was um, when my uncle passed away earlier this year, I had promised I would take him back home. So that's what I did. So it was a, a kind of like a, like a bittersweet trip. And um, I hadn't been home in 18 years. So it was good to be home. But um, I'm, I'm glad to be back in North Carolina. Um, New Mexico is beautiful. Nice and I didn't home, realize how nice much I missed home, it. Right? Yeah, you know, it really is because North Carolina is actually where I have lived the longest time without having to move. Um, You know, my dad worked for the government, so we moved. Paul was in the service, so we moved. So this is the longest stint that I have ever stayed in one place at one time without moving. But um, like I say, it was bittersweet. Um, I, I loved every minute of it, but I'm glad to be home. And I miss you guys. Great, I feel like well, I, we I you as haven't well. seen you all in forever. Well, well I haven't, but I, I feel like we I haven't were, talked to you in forever. <laughs> I don't know if we were following you, but I was following along with your trip uh, on the Twitterverse, of course, at Pandora Box with two X's if you want to follow Pam. Uh, <laughs> gr- glad to have you back, Pammy, and we're going to head it. We know that you watched the fights. You got caught up, so we'll in the rewind, we'll get everybody's thoughts. Let's go ahead and bring in the big boss man himself, deep from the mean streets of Danville, California. Go ahead and cue that music, DJ Tony. Tony time, bitches. It's Tony time, bitches. Proteus, John Jones and I have the same problem. You know, we've been told put some meat on those bones. We've been told... Did you skip a leg day? We've been told, hey, when you turn sideways, I can't see your calves. 
That's what happens when you have chicken legs, you guys. Why? Because being called scrawny, string bean, pancake, or skindiana Jones for your legs is not a good thing. But as runners, guys, waking up 6 a.m. every day for summer training or fall training, people can tell you're a runner and you can say, yeah. Why do you run in those shorts? Because they're chicken leg shorts, you guys. They're fun. They're colorful. And if you go to chickenlegs.com and put in promo code AMP10, you will get 10% off your order. How do you like them apples? I like nice. them apples quite fine. Hey, are they like little bloomers or little kind of bloomer shorts? Or what kind of shorts are they? They're running shorts. I'm glad you asked, Pam, because there's women and men. They're running shorts. They kind of look like you have one of those Rocky belts, and unfortunately they are the Rocky length which means <laughs> super skinny, rather high uh, shorts. But if you're running or exercising or, Pam, who doesn't want to look at your legs? Those are the shorts you want. Chickenlegs.com. Enter code oh, that's so cool. to get 10% off. Excellent. Thank oh, you very much, very DJ cool. Tony. And did you see that they just uh, – that there, there was uh, a, a record broken in uh, the marathons lately? Did you see that? Uh, yes, I yes I did. No, I didn't. Excellent. So these All shorts right. help you break marathon records? Apparently. I don't know <laughs> if the gentleman who, who broke the record was wearing them, but there we go. They not only help you uh, break records, if you're the guy that fought in UFC, I forgot his name. Do you guys remember? The, the guy with the V-neck that fought at UFC uh, Melbourne? Then, you know what? You don't need to wear pants. Just wear the chicken legs. Your hair on your legs will cover it. You're fine. Oh, my God. So the sweater guy, like the, the onesie guy. Okay, this is yeah, all very interesting, ladies and gentlemen, but let's go ahead and bring in <laughs> the star of the show if we can, ladies and gentlemen. He's been off last week as well. Let's go ahead and bring him in deep from the heart of Texas. It's Marco from Waco, brother. Marco from Waco, talking about chicken leg shorts and uh, all the school basketball shorts that were all the, uh, What are we going through, man? Okay, there were responses. I'm not going to harp on them too much. Uh, if I abruptly <laughs> end my diatribe or my or, or I end, uh, talking, it's because I'm waiting for food delivery that hasn't arrived yet. So I got one ear pending on the door and the other one here on the Ooh. show. They are with me. You're not cooking? Hell no, I'm not cooking. That's Mm. what God invented as food delivery. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What'd you order? That's what God invented food delivery. That's what it's for. Huh? I guess. What did you order? uh, What's for dinner? Mashed potatoes, macaroni, and some sushi coming in. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. Did you say sushi? I say sushi. And nice. macaroni and cheese and mashed bag. potatoes. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he has kids. He has kids. Oh, okay. Big oh, okay. piece of French bread. No, my kids are in California on Disneyland as we speak. So, yeah. cat food and mashed potatoes. This is the uh, isn't this is the uh, bachelor's uh, week? Isn't this usually when the bachelor's week happens? Yeah, 
No, no. Uh, my my wife's uh, grandma passed away, so they went to California. Uh-huh. So everybody went up there. I stayed back because they know the lady, and uh, somebody got to take care of the, the, the stupid dog. So I stayed. I stayed behind. I, I my kids went up there. Rodrigo is missing four days of school, but he's more than happy. He was happy to. He was telling me on the phone, <laughs> "I'm going to Disneyland." My daughter's like, "I'm going to Disneyland." So yeah, they're happy. They're happy today. Uh, let's talk to them. We are, we are, are sorry for your loss. We are sorry for your loss. My loss. My loss. Marco, you want to drop that? There you go. You want to drop it again, clean, please? Let's talk some MMA. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Halloween time. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned at the top, we are here to do UFC on ESPN6, as I mentioned as well, also known as Reyes versus Weidman. Uh, Marco, to the light heavyweight division we go. As I mentioned, Dominic Reyes versus your boy, Chris Weidman. Uh, not in the state of New York this time, but adjacent, New York adjacent, in Boston, Boston. And uh, let me give you guys the odds. Pam reminded me before we went live, uh, before I go throw to you, Marco, uh, Chris Weidman at a plus 145, and Dominic Reyes right now is the favorite at a minus 165, Marco. Uh, let me give you a little bit more information about these guys. Dominic Reyes, number four, the devastator uh, against the All-American Chris Weidman, of course. Dominic Reyes with the perfect record, Marco, 11-0-0 against Chris Weidman, the former champ. Let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, 14-4 and no no contest. Marco, let's throw to you. What do you got going on in the, in the main event, UFC on ESPN6? <laughs> Look, I've been tossing back and forth with this fight. Uh, right. Chris Weidman has been super injury prone. Uh, every time he fought in New York, he lost, so it's a good thing that he's fighting in Boston. Tommy Reyes is no joke, man, but he didn't look too good on his last fight. I mean, he looked okay. Anna looks good. Oh, shut up, Tom. <laughs> you got a hondo. <laughs> you got a hondo. You guys so inappropriate. Cue a pony for when we go to Pammy. Cue a pony. Uh, yeah. Okay. Total lineup is a uh, I I think if this fight goes to the ground, is it is why man tries to lose. If he wants to stand and trade with uh, Dominic Reyes, that is what, what, what he has failed, you know. And all the fight, that even when he's winning the fight on the freaking uh, in the striking, he gets clipped and well, his 185 chin didn't hold up. I, has, I haven't seen his 205 chin yet. Supposedly, he should be able to take a shot, but these are bigger boys, and Dominic Reyes is a big boy, man. I'm going to pick Chris Wyman reluctantly. I know oh. it's my under, underdog pick. I like Chris Wyman. I've been a homer for him. I'm just supporting. That's what I'm picking him. I think he's going to be able to take Reyes to the ground because he hasn't really been tested on the ground. Huh. Uh, Wyman is a super grappler. I think he's going to be able to catch a summation late on the, late on the fourth round. So give me Chris Wyman by summation on the fourth. There you go. Okay. Done. All right, Sammy, let's throw to you. And I didn't give too much of the uh, the stats because I figured you were going to give them. But uh, I don't know, Tony, if you've got Pony uh, queued up, might as well play it for Pammy right now. What you got? What you got, Pammy? You got <laughs> Reyes and you got Chris Weidman. 
<laughs> All right. Um, Leo's right here next to me. Uh, he hasn't oh, left my up, side Leo? since I got home. But um, all right, so we got Chris Weidman versus Dominic Reyes. Um, Chris Weidman, thirty-five, getting a little bit long in the tooth, but six-two uh, with the seventy-eight-inch reach versus Dominic Reyes, six-four, uh, twenty-nine years young, with a seventy-seven-inch reach. So Chris Weidman, one-inch reach advantage. Um, Dominic Reyes, blue belt in jiu-jitsu, he has. Uh, Insane kicks. I mean, insane kicks. He's 11-0. and 0. Eight of those fights are first-round wins, not uh, necessarily TKO, but all first-round first wins. What I question here is his fight resume. Uh, he has wins over Vulcan Ozdemir and Ovin St. Prue, uh, Jared Cannonier, and... Somebody, other people that I, I have, I, I don't know who they are because it's from a different league. Oh, uh, so you look at Chris Weidman, wrestling, and he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, losses to Jacare, Musashi, Romero, and Rockhold. So those are not people to scoff at, you know, get your ass kicked by. Uh, has lost four of his last five by KO, so that gives you, um, quest, makes you question his chin. But he's wishy-washy. And he comes through when you don't expect it. I mean, you know, when you don't expect it, I mean, he puts on a show. You know, Kevin Gastelum, third-round submission. Um, Kevin. Took out Vitor Belfort, Lyoto Machida, Anderson Silva twice, uh, Damian Maya. So I'm looking at his fight resume, and I think he's going to win in a crazy way. I think that O has got to go, and Chris Weidman is taking that, but – I'm not looking at his submission. I think he's going to go with the KO. Um, third round, TKO for me. All right, TKO. He's got to punch a hole Sammy. in his chest. <laughs> punch a hole in his fucking chest. Okay, right. Matt Sarah, man. I love Matt Sarah in the corner. That, is, that dude needs his own comedy. That's very long. Right. Said that. Very long. Ah, absolutely. They're, they're both great. They're mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both great. Too bad they did couldn't help Al in Australia uh, a couple of weeks back. Anyways, let's move right along if we can, ladies and gentlemen, to DJ Tony. DJ Tony, uh, Pam and Marco both going with Weidman. I hope that maybe you uh, aren't uh, taking in the fairy dust that both of these guys are. Tell me what you got going on here, brother, in the main event. Here's the problem. If this fight was at Bellator, where it's a five-round, rather a three-round fight, I'd probably give it to Weidman, or rather to Dominic Reyes, the dominator. The problem is it's not, right? It's a five-round fight. So now you have to look at Chris Weidman's fight IQ. I, I'm not joking. I know I know Marco's a big fan of the Sarah Longo uh, gym. I'm not. I'm a big fan of Sarah and Longo. There's no doubt about it. But I, they really, to this point, haven't really – produced anyone of late losses like pam said to hawkhold homero gay guard beat kevin um via <laughs> triangle and of course listen to who uh, listen to who he just lost yes and the who is who is in the middleweight division exactly marco in the middleweight division now he's going up where he's big right i mean if you look at him aside from hawkhold if you look at him height by height 
every single one. He's taller than everyone, everyone but Hockle, right? Taller than Homero, taller than Musasi, taller than Gastelum, taller than Jacare, barely uh, at 6'2". Now he's facing a 6'5 young guy, 29 years young, unproven, I'll give you that, at 11-0, and 0, but hasn't been knocked out. Weidman has. Guys, I think the speed difference is going to be a little different. I think just like what we've seen people moving up, people moving down, shout out to that song. I don't know what song that is, uh, but uh, I'm going to give it to uh, Dominic Reyes, guys. I think he's going to KO Weidman in the second. Um, so I'm going to go with Dominic me. Reyes, KO Weidman, second. Allow me to retort. The last two middleweights that we saw moving up, Anthony Smith and Thiago, Thiago Santos, they both fought for the title. And they were middleweights. That's a hey. Kevin Gastel was a welterweight. He fought for the title. Robin Knuckles, welterweight, fought for the title when he moved up. It might be the, 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 the magic pill that Chris Wall might need. I'm not saying he's going to win, even though I pick him. And maybe, maybe it works out for him. No, you're right, uh, Marco. We, you, we have seen a lot of guys move up in weight, except for uh, Luke Hockhold. Uh, quite recently, uh, have success. I think now, that was I a may, disaster. Um, yeah, it was a disaster. Yeah. I think, DJ Tony, I have to agree with you on this particular one because Chris Weidman, I believe, did have a very, very great run, of course, as we know. Um, being the champion, as you guys have, have stated, his his uh, his resume is, is the who's who. Of course, uh, beating, you know, one of the greatest of all time in Anderson Silva, not once but twice. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's put his name on the map. My concern is, guys, one, uh, he hasn't looked great, you know, recently or, or even really, I think it was what uh, uh, the Long Island card, I believe he actually was the last time he actually looked pretty good. Marco, you can fact check me on that one if you want. Um, but uh, moving up and weight against a guy, an up-and-comer, DJ Tony, as you mentioned, uh, a young buck that I've really had my eye on in this division. I think he can get Dominic Reyes, is what I'm t- who I'm talking about, can really uh, get some stuff done in this division. Yes, Chris Weidman has a little bit of the reach advantage, even though he's a shorter guy. But I just I do, and, and and of course the ground game is always going to be a threat. Chris Wyden being uh, very, very talented, uh, not only in wrestling, but in the jiu-jitsu game as well. But I do believe that Pammy, as you mentioned, with the kicks of Dominic Reyes and, of course, um, the really hard, you know, um, punches that he throws. He's got power behind all of his punches. He's been really impressing me as of late, like you guys mentioned in his last fight, had a little bit of a, a... uh, you know, maybe not the the greatest uh, performance going to decision in that one, but um, I'm going to take Dominic Reyes. I think DJ Tony. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to agree with you as well, but I think I'm going to go with a TKO in the second. Um, I'm not convinced that uh, Chris Weidman's chin is still there, guys. Um, maybe the the a lack of weight cut will help him, but maybe he'll also end up like Luke Hockhold and uh, it'll be a mistake. I don't know, guys, but I'm going with Dominic Reyes by second-round TKO. Okay. All right. So, DJ Tony, if you want to go ahead and cue that music, we'll move on to the co-main event. To the featherweight division we go. 
of course, ladies and gentlemen, we had uh, this fight booked uh, a number of weeks ago. Not too many because they booked this one really fast back at uh, UFC Fight Night 159. And what I'm going to do right now, Pammy, before you give your pick, is I'm going to give everyone's pick for this particular fight that we picked from 159 because I have it right here in front of me. Because you know why? Cody's is on it. Marco picked Rodriguez by TKO in the fourth. Pammy also with Rodriguez and TKO in the fourth. Uh, DJ Tony and Proteus going with Stevens. However, the difference in this one, there is none. <laughs> we both picked second round TKO KO. All right, so guys, you've heard your picks from uh, USC 159. Let's go ahead and throw it to you, Pammy, for the co-main event okay. here. Of course, as I mentioned, this was the uh, the fight back at 159 where Yaya Rodriguez poked Jeremy Stevens in the eye, and we did not get to see anything. Uh, it was very uh, lackluster, and everyone was very upset that the main event ended that way. However, they're going to run it back, brother, because Jeremy Stevens apparently uh, didn't have that severe an eye injury. So, Yayi Rodriguez versus Jeremy Stevens. We're doing it again, brother. DJ Pam, uh, DJ Pammy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Pammy, what you got in the Fuck your bitch-ass belt, too. What, um, did you have odds for this as well? Yeah, Pam, let's go ahead and give you the odds before you make your pick. That's a great call. Uh, Jeremy Stevens and a minus 105. He is not the favorite. However, yeah, yeah, Rodriguez, of course, at a minus 115 right now. And of all these uh, odds coming at you live and direct from Five Dimes. Pammy. All righty. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of – hang on. Let me get to my little spot here. I'm kind of, I believe that I, I'm sticking with my original. This is Coleman. Is Coleman five or three? I get confused. Uh, this one is going to be a three-rounder, Tammy. Three-rounder. Okay. All right. All right. So um, I'm going I'm, I'm to stick with my initial decision to go with Yair, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, Jeremy Stevens uh, does have KO power. Uh, there's no denying that. But what I think is going to happen here, I think he is going to be very emotional, and I think he's going to make some hasty decisions. Um, he has losses to Zabit, Aldo Edgar, Carnero, and Holloway. He, he's five of five, five wins, five losses of his last ten. And I think I think Yair is going to be too much in his head, as he has been. He's saying that not, but... I think that he is, and and kind of truthfully, I think that both of these guys are going to be fighting with a lot of motion. I think it could be a sloppy fight. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of craziness going on, but um, the kind of ironic thing was, um, yeah, you lost to Edgar in 2017 was a stoppage for an eye injury, was it not? No, uh, I I don't recall right at this moment right now. Uh, oh. Yeah, I I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was that's because I thought it was. Uh, but anyways, yeah. um, I, I just think that right now, Yair, he, he's just got so much Taekwondo. He's a boxer, Muay Thai, submission wrestling. It's only losses to Frankie Edgar, and I mean, you know that that's nothing to you know scoff at, but. I am going with Yair. Uh, what did I say, KO? I'm, I'm going with the KO. I think it's going to be some kind of wicked, funky kick thing, but uh, K- 
TKO, TKO, third round for me. Uh, yeah, here. In the third? Okay. Uh, I'm just trying. I'm actually just trying to rewatch that fight right now, but uh, not enough time. My apologies. Okay. Uh, but Frankie Edgar did get the win. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just saying that Frankie Edgar did get the win, second round, uh, TKO KO in that one. So yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, be a doctor stoppage. Pick me, pick me. Doctor stoppage. Oh, go ahead, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I just gotta get my two cents, man. Because I, I am yeah, agree. I'm somehow agreeing with the plan. I'm still gonna stick with my my choice, but uh, because yeah, it's a three rounder, this uh, and uh, uh, see, Stevens rely on his power and for to to exercise power. He has to plant his feet. He's not really a movement guy, and Jair Rodriguez is. He's, he rely Rodriguez rely more on his speed and his counters and uh, his uh, space to to kick. Uh, I think Jair is going to just outpoint this, uh, Steven on this fight. Uh, he's going to be hesitant to to, to pull his hands because he doesn't want the, the, the eye poke to become a factor again because that will really be pissing off the MMA guys. Uh, so I'm going to take uh, Jair on the points, man. I think he wins a 30-27 decision, and uh, uh, okay. we'll see this beef sometime in the future again. All right. Yeah, and I, I, DJ Tony, Marco probably brings up a good point, and I think Pam alluded to this as well, that, you know, Rodriguez is probably going to have to be a little bit more on his horse. And and uh, let's be honest, DJ Tony, the last time they fought, uh, these two guys were at a great altitude, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they were in Mexico City, and they're not so much. They're in Boston, kind of, uh, you know, Right at sea level. Uh, what are your thoughts here? Do you agree with uh, your sea level, Rodriguez? Or... <laughs> I, I'm definitely sea level, Rodriguez. Good one. I like that. Uh, what are your thoughts here, DJ Tony? Do you think uh, that Rodriguez maybe is a little bit more on the tentative side and kind of tries to stay away from Stevens, or or do you, are, is your pick the same, or do you going to go on to the dark side and go with Rodriguez? You know what, guys? I'm, I was going to stick with my pick. Fuck yeah! Exactly. But Nate won't allow me. So I can't do it because of Nate. So here's a question I have for each one of you. Seriously. Fast, quick, quick question for you. If you guys were in a bar with both of these guys and both of these guys were drunk and the guy next to you starts crap, which one do you think is more apt to get into a brawl with alcohol at, at a bar? Be the most hot-headed. Which one? one which one of the two fighters? I don't know. Well, well, I mean, what kind of alcohol are they drinking? drinking? That makes a difference. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> tequila. <laughs> Who cares what kind of alcohol? Both yeah, if you were drunk. talking tequila, I'm going with Yair. If we're talking like bourbon, then I'm going with Stevens. <laughs> Marco. Marco. Is a drinking Tecate, Jair? Is a drinking Bogwasser, Stevens? <laughs> Bro? Tony? Oh, you want me to go? No, we're live. I think, yeah. I think both of these guys are – I think both of these guys got the heart of the eye of the tiger, DJ Tony. I think if you get both of these guys drunk, they're going to go. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, fortunately for them, they won't embarrass them as much as, uh, as themselves as much as Conor McGregor has. So why don't you go ahead, DJ Tony? Oh, okay, so here, here's, here's, so the whole point, you guys missed the whole point. So 
the whole point of this, I think Jeremy Stevens is more out of control than Yair in the United States. Yeah. I think Yair is immature. I think Yair has, is a prima donna. I think Yair is extremely talented. I think Yair was at home and was, his immaturity got the best of him. There's no doubt about it. He is very immature. There's no doubt about it. And he was completely unprofessional in that. But we saw Jeremy Stevens the very next day. I think Jeremy Stevens is going to do what Pam said. I think he's going to go headhunting. If he, if Yair survives round one, then I think Yair is going to come up with something crazy that shouldn't have happened, but he gets it. I'm picking Yair Rodriguez second round late TKO via wow. um, something funky, say, right? To the head. Yeah, something funky because I think Jeremy <laughs> Stevens is going to be out of control. You're in the third. We need to have that in our um, in our repertoire. Something funky. Yeah, I, I get real quick. Don't, didn't like the look of uh, Steven on the workouts saying that uh, if, if Jair doesn't die in the in the fight, it doesn't count. The same day that a box exactly in a fight. Yeah, I don't like the headspace that Jeremy Steven is on right now. That that is not a positive thing. He put his foot in his mouth. He apologized for it, but you know I don't, I don't like the headspace. He's he's too 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 emotional for this guy. You go ahead. You are allowed to go now. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm going to stick with my pick. I'm going to take Jeremy Stevens. I'm going to take Stevens in uh, the shorter round fight. I mean, we had five rounds in the last fight, as you guys mentioned. This one's three. As we know, Jeremy Stevens is very good at getting things done. I'm going to stick with my pick. I'm going to go with the. Uh, uh, I'm going to change it actually to the from the second to the first round. Uh, Ko. In the first, Jeremy Stevens. Produce in an island. Lonely there, isn't it? Definitely. You know what? In the last five weeks, uh, uh, Marco, it hasn't mattered because my picks have been Shiza. All right, let's move right al- right along to. I know what Shiza let's move is. Move right along. Hey, hey. Of course, you, know, what... you know what? Yeah. He just put the crickets. There is a cricket invasion in San Antonio right now. I'm not joking. It happens here in Wales. Oh, locust? Crap. Oh, you got chickens all over the place? No, the, the, ten years ago, it happened here in Wales. The cricket infrastructure. I know. I saw this thing on, um, I saw this thing. It was on Twitter someplace. And in San Antonio, they were having a, a cricket yeah. infestation. So they've got chickens running all over the place here. eating their crickets. I don't want it to come, come over here because it was here ten years ago. It was disgusting. Well, the locusts are out again, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, uh, that could be called as one of the plagues, you know what I mean? Anyways, let's move right along yeah. to everyone's favorite segment of the show. It's Spotlight Fight of the Night, DJ Tony. All right, DJ Tony, <laughs> let's start with you. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm messing with you. I love, I love saying, pick me, pick me. <laughs> uh, we'll get to you. We picked you in the last one. Let's throw to DJ Tony. DJ Tony, uh, you got a spotlight fight of the night here. I mean, do we need to actually guess on this one, or do you just want to go straight to it, brother? Let's just go straight to it, but thank God you picked me first, because, you know, Marco was going to take that fight. Cue the music for oh. Vegan Anderson, which we, not, which we did not get to do. But, guys, I'm going... No surprise here. I'm not even going to goof around. You know where I'm going, and I'm going the only way I know how. All in. 
to the women's flyweight we go. Macy Barber, undefeated, super cocky. I like her, but, man, just there's a little too much uh, enthusiasm there. Uh, let's 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 beat someone first before we start touting how great we are. Um, she will fight Jillian Robertson. The problem is Macy Barber, guys, is so talented, so talented. At the age of 21, the youngest fighter in the UFC roster. Um, far from home, though. She's going from Greeley, Colorado to Boston. Um, for whatever reason, guys, even though I think she's a better fighter, um, I don't know why I'm picking Jillian Anderson. I'm picking Jillian Anderson, guys, in a boring decision. Roberts? Um, Jillian Roberts. Jillian Robinson? Robinson? Sorry, Jillian Robinson. You know, a shout-out to Mrs. Robinson, whoever the hell she is. I'm going with the savage Jillian Robertson via boring decision. Shout-out to Canada. All right. I agree with you. Shout-out to Canada. Uh, let me guys, let me give you the odds real quickly on this fight. Uh, Macy Barber and minus 135. Jillian Robertson coming back at us at a plus 115. Marco, we will throw to you since you've been requesting. What you got, brother? Spotlight fight of the night. Okay, my spoiler for the night because I think this is a very fun fight and I like it a lot. Meatball Molly McCann. I'm going to beat the crap out of this lady, Diana Belvita, man. Meatball Molly's back, man. And she's going to get a, a unanimous decision, but it's going to be violent, a violent 30 for Meatball Molly McCann. Okay, so uh, McCann by decision, you said, yeah? Yep. 327, unanimous okay. decision, not violent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, unanimous. Is she going to retire and then uh, come back and fight in another fight after that, do you think? What are you talking Ba-dum-boom? about? Boom, Nobody? No. Hold Anybody? On, no, no, PFL jokes. No. PFL jokes. I know. I understood the PFL joke, but this is not a PFL. This is a USC. All right, so let's go ahead and give the odds here on this one. Of course, Molly McCann, uh, minus 600 right now, Marco. Minus 600 right now, Marco. Uh, and uh, Belbita at a plus 450. All right, Tammy, let's go to throw to you. Do um, you have a spotlight fight of the night for us? Tammy on mute. I got well because Cedric is over here eating peanuts and making noises. So, um, Cedric, my I know he's in that. And he's eating peanuts. My uh, spotlight fight, y'all, Kyle Bochniak and uh, Sean Woodson, who I have no clue who that is because he's a shadow (laughs) person. But (laughs) Kyle uh, Bochniak is playing with him. Do y'all remember when he fought uh, Zabit? He, he fought Zabit and uh, when uh, Khabib versus Iaquinta and went to decision. Yep. It was a unanimous, unanimous decision, but this guy is fun to watch. He's amazing. He has heart. Um, really cool backstory about him. Uh, Dan Tarn, uh retweeted this really cool article uh, about uh, him and how he got into martial arts and everything. And the really interesting thing about this fight is um, – Kyle is five seven. His opponent is six foot two. But remember, Zabit is six one with a seventy three inch reach, and Kyle went all uh, three rounds with him. And I, you know what? I'm picking Kyle uh, by decision. I think it's yep. going to be a crazy wicked fight. Wicked. 
So you're telling and me that Kyle's she's crazy guy. wicked. Yeah. Crazy wicked. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so let's Chingato. go ahead and give the odds on this one. Chingasso's indeed. So Botany yes. at a minus 140. Uh, and Sean Woodson coming back at us at a plus 120. All right, guys, oh, wow. I'm surprised that none of you uh, actually threw to either of these excellent fights. First, let's start with Court McGee is also on this particular fight. Um, not as favorite right now, uh, but I'm, my fight, of course, is going to go uh, to J-Lo uh, versus Jonathan uh, Pierce. Mm. Uh, as you guys know, I, I'm a Joe Lozon fan, uh, have been from the beginning of this show, and uh, even though he's a plus 135 underdog uh, against uh, Jonathan Pierce at a minus 155 right now. I'm going to take Lozon, um, I, as, I, as I do. I'm going to take him by, uh, since every one of you guys went to, by decision, I'm going to go with a second round uh, submission for Joe Lozon. Hey, we have to mention it. Greg Hard is on this card. And Lover Hayden, we might want to see we might see another knockout, man, because the, the guys wouldn't they wouldn't the time to become a a, a, a real MMA fighter. <laughs> again, a, opposition that is not too part again. Greg Hard is on this fight. Let's see what happens. Well, well, we are on ESPN, so as you know. We have to have Greg Hardy on ESPN. Uh, I didn't want to mention his name, and I'm going to move along. All right, uh, Marco, why don't you throw us into a little bit of Amp Radio Rewind. Rewind. (laughs) All right, so let's just get to the nitty-gritty of this one. Uh, This this one wasn't even close. DJ Tony, you uh, thoroughly destroyed me uh, last week as you mentioned to me <clears throat> on Saturday night you texted me I think you said uh, I'm winning all of my fights so far and uh, yeah you did a great job DJ Tony so congratulations to you I believe this is five weeks in a row that you have been at the top of the division uh, so why don't you go ahead and uh, undisputed, undisputed. Bit, yeah, undisputed, undisputed, undisputed yeah undisputed 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 DJ I have hit the rewind button a few times and I'm going to hit it again, guys. I'm back, though. That's right. Because like Pam said once, <laughs> not twice, once, but Tony always gets it right. That's right. All right. Let me... I do. I do. And so, guys, I just want to say thank you for holding my belt. Thank you for this. If this was the yeah. Tour de France, guys, Tour de France goes by oh points. God. If there was the Tour de France, I would have the yellow jersey by now, by a long time. So I will take myself right next to Macy Barber, think I'm better than I am, and say thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you're more than welcome. I'm, I'm glad we gave you the extra time to really rub it in. Thanks. Please, we cut the chit-chat a-hole. You got it. Let's move right along. Let's go right ahead and move to the – since there's uh, four of us this week, uh, I don't think we're going to have enough time to break down everything. So I, what I want to do is, is start at the top and work our way to the bottom. Um, like Drake? Yes, that's what started she said. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Oh, that's the other way, right? No, nah, we're not starting from the bottom. We're starting from the top, Pam, <laughs> from the top. 
from the lip. Anyways. All righty. Never mind. Let's move right along. Um, so, um, Joanna champion, ex-champion, uh, Marco was able to get this one done against a, a tank of a woman uh, in Michelle Waterson, who was, in my opinion, giving up a great deal of size. What we want to talk about is is actually the fight, because Joanna Janjacek did, in my opinion, put on an impressive performance. Um, you know, so Marco, let's throw to you. Uh, what were your thoughts uh, on the main event? Um, last week, of course, Joanna uh, Janjacek versus Michelle Waters. Okay, so Joanna looked good, but she looks good when she fight uh, strikers that are not as talented as she is, or when she fight uh, grappling-based fighters. When she when she fights uh, fighters that can match her strike for strike, enter Rosa Mayunas, enter Valentina Chepchenko, and even on the Kovalkiewicz fight, she she wasn't traveling there a couple of times. She doesn't shine so well, you know. She struggles a little bit. Uh, if, if people think that she's going to be the one to be the Wally Jank, I have another thing coming. I think Wally Jank have something for Joanna, but I want to see the fight. Don't get me wrong. Joanna looked good because she looked good with somebody that he was supposed to look good with. I mean, the the odds were in heavily in her favor. She's a big girl for uh, 115, so it was Jessica Rajmat. You know, that's another story. So, you know, uh, because of lack of uh, challenges for Wally Jan, I mean, Joanna Janjecic is a contender by default because Jessica Andrade has lost to Jan. Uh, Rose Namajunas is on a little bit of a break after her loss to Andrade. Uh, Tatiana Suarez's neck is a mess, so she's still healing from that. And then you got Joanna. So let's make the fight. Let's see what happens. If, if Joanna wins, great. You know, we get uh, the first woman to win a, a title twice, you know, in, in, in any division. If not, you know, Wiley Jan will continue being as amazing as she so far she has looked. I think she was in a great deal of pain. Um, I think that there has been a lot of lying going on uh, with Yin Jacek because, I mean, she's been the champ, right? And she wants to fight Marco. And, uh, yeah, maybe Wiley Chang is the next one for her. But I don't think – I think that this injury, if we don't – if we haven't heard anything conclusive – um, from the UFC, oh, she, she I got, think she maybe we, let's move along to Pammy. Uh, as we mm-hmm. know, Pammy, uh, you and I were kind of catching up on these fights. The next day, you were traveling. Um, I just don't like to watch them live anymore. So, um, Joanna and Jacek look good. So did Michelle Watterson, I thought, in this fight, right, Pam? Oh, I think I think so too. Um, I, I think I, I don't like all the drama that uh, was uh, happening about. The boob, I guess we'll call it boob gate, you know, for lack of a better word. You know, oh, What's you know, boob her boobs. You know, yeah, because they were saying that she didn't make weight, and everybody was saying it's because she got new boobs. Did oh, you hear about because that? because of her fake tits. Got it, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so, and I'm like, oh, my God, whatever. So I, I kind of think that she put that out there herself to kind of try to get into Michelle's head a little bit, you know what I mean? And... um I mean, she 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 looked the same, the same shit to me. She's the same shit all the time. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of hers, and I'm not hating Tony. I'm just, I'm just not a big fan of hers, man. You know, I I think, um, I don't know. I I think she she's like Connor. She she starves herself and gets herself really almost to the point of death to have the, the size advantage on smaller opponents, but that's just me. And let's be honest. I mean, Michelle Watterson could probably be an atom weight, right? I mean, she, they, 
fighting at 115, Michelle probably doesn't need to do that, but we don't really have any other lower divisions, right, Marco, in, this, exactly. in, in the UFC yeah, right exactly. now? So, but uh, DJ Tony, I thought that, uh, that Watterson, you know, really showed her toughness. And I, and, and I do disagree with Pam in this one, DJ Tony, and you can disagree with me if you want. I thought that, uh, Joanna's time at, at uh, American Top Team seems to be paying off. Uh, her her wrestling was pretty good. Uh, I thought her wrestling defense was good. Yes, again, let's throw to you because I'm going to give my thoughts after this. So what did you think, uh, Joanna and Jacek versus Michelle Waters? I think we saw what we needed to see. And I, I think what you saw was a smaller fighter going into a much larger fighter. And, man, I'll tell you, the, the karate hottie had a lot of pressure on her. Because she needed to win this. Again, the, the clock was ticking. There was no doubt about it. But I just thought that she got swelled up by size. She fought well. She took some hits, guys, and, and stayed stayed with it for as long as she could. Couldn't finish Joanna, and that's I thought the only way that she would be able to win was to finish her. But I just thought what we saw was a fight. I think just ATT has been horrible for Joanna. Not the, the team ATT, but Florida in general. I think it's taken away a lot from what Joanna was. So I don't know if she'll ever get that. I think she's way too civilized, enjoys going to the beach way too much, enjoys going shopping way too much. That's not what a hungry fighter is, i.e. like Wei Li Zhang or um, Jessica Andrade. So I don't know if she'll ever get to where she needs to be, but I think the larger fighter won on this one, the larger fighter. Yeah, uh, it definitely that was what happened. There was definitely a size difference and um, – you know, excuse me, Watterson was definitely showing her heart. Um, and really, to be honest with you, she didn't really show a lot of damage. I thought that Watterson was checking a lot of the kicks that I saw coming from uh, Joanna. Of course, she wasn't checking all of them, but I do believe that uh, Watterson checking a bunch of kicks was what led to uh, Joanna having whatever damage she has to her foot. Um, and, and so kudos to Watterson. And I, I, one thing I was thinking when Joanna was kicking Watterson's legs, is it was like, wow, her leg, Watterson's legs are really like thick and chunky. And I was like, well, this is a great strategy by uh, Joanna to, to kick her legs, but it didn't seem to slow Watterson down at all. She she just kept coming forward. Yes, she was bloody. Yes, she had, you know, uh, black eyes. But I, I really was impressed with Waterson. I think if if someone is able, uh, that someone of, of Waterson's stature, and of course, DJ Tony, we talked about this last week, you know, how much smaller Waterson was than Joanna. I think if Joanna fights a person like Whaley Jang, uh, uh, Marco, like you said, that isn't as as talented or more talented, and as you said, DJ Tony, more focused, um, and maybe she's going to have a problem because when Watterson took Joanna's back the first time, she was very, very upset about that. And, uh, you know, maybe that's just the competitor in Joanna, but maybe that's just, uh, you know, her uh, the holes in her game showing through. Okay, guys, what I want to do is I want to do a little bit of uh, quick draw McGraw here, lightning round. Um, we've got a couple of fights that I want to talk about. And basically I just want to get quick answers. I don't want long drawn out things. Okay, guys. So let's try and start this with Marco. Cub Swanson versus Kron Gracie. Go. Okay. Kron Gracie. The head is not flat and you did not win that fight. <laughs> Mackenzie Duran, four months after your, your baby was born fighting, 
cool. You still took a loss, though. And the Mike yeah. Davis, Timothy Goodman fight, uh, that fight should have been stopped in the second round. Good, good for the commission for not allowing the referee to referee the rest of the night. And uh, impressed with Mike Davis, man. But uh, that was a shame that they let Goodman take that much punishment unnecessarily and then get uh, face planted at the third round where he didn't have to. Yeah, they, they, that was that was uncalled for. And again, we were we've been talking about referees, and there was a bunch of not only bad uh, refereeing on this card, but there was a lot of bad decisions on this card as as well. Pammy, I I did take Nico Price for you because I I, yeah. I did mention on the show that your boy, uh, not only did your boy win, but your boy also you won a T-shirt from from Mister Price, and he's sending it out to you. I did mention. I that actually got I said, it. Um, it was waiting for me Saturday when I got home. But keep in mind, by the time we got home, it was like after like ten thirty. By the time we got home, so um, yeah, I was really happy. So I have my Nico Price shirt. That's really cool. I was excited. Yeah, and I did mention and I, I that did fight mention that I was going to take. I did mention that I was going to take Price for that fact, and of course he came through. Uh, Bammy, not only did Nico Price win, but James Vick lost, so that's not great for James Vick. So uh, let's go ahead and throw to you your thoughts, because Marco threw a couple of quick fights out. So why don't you go ahead and tell us? You know, we got Price, we got Cub Swanson that you can you can uh, give your thoughts on. Of course, you give your thoughts on Dern, whatever you want. Go ahead, please. Um, you know, I, I'm going to just give you on, on what I saw because I still feel like I'm I'm catching up, but the Cub Swanson fight, I, I really liked that. I, I was really happy for him because I really feel that he needed that win. Um, I, I don't know. Kron, I like Kron, Krohn, however you say his name, but he did not win that fight. He's a, I mean, he put fighter. up a good yeah. fight, but he did not win that fight. Um, who else is on this card? Uh, I did get to see the Nico Price fight about 2 o'clock in the morning. I was so happy for him. I, I, I mean, it was just an amazing win for him. And being in his uh, home state of Florida was even more amazing. So kudos to him. And, and I love my shirt. And truthfully, right now, that's all that I can remember because it's been a crazy long week. No but it problem. Was, you know you what? Shout out to Chito Vera. Oh, my God, yeah, yes. Chito. I watched that, too. And you know what? Um, yeah. Real quick, I wanted to, to touch on this real quick. I had seen um, people posting where, oh, this is a shit card. This is a shit card. I don't know what the, what these people were watching. This was an amazing card. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I thought this was a very well put together card. And uh, me, I, from what I was able to see, I absolutely loved it. Let me comment on this real quick back. because we talked about this. We talked about this last week, DJ Tony. Uh, DJ Tony and I both agreed that this card was better than last week's pay-per-view. And, of course, the numbers on the show do back that up. Uh, what I will say, because it's time to close, we are swiftly running out of time. Uh, I seriously was uh, very distracted by the Mackenzie Dern fight. Um, by Mackenzie Dern. Ribas was very, very good. She won that fight. Uh, Cub Swanson, of course, won that fight as well. Um, Crumb did not win it. Um, and we got to close the show, so let's go ahead and get that done. Uh, DJ Tony, if you've got anything to say, please do, and then we'll we'll throw to Twitter follows. Please go. Proteus, I will say this. We have to follow the Karate Hottie at Karate Hottie MMA. So shout out to Michelle Watterson, the Karate Hottie. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, DJ Tony. Uh, Pamela? 
Let's yep. throw to you. You got a guilty pleasure? Do you have a Twitter follow? Do you um, want to go with Nico Price? What do you got? My my guilty pleasure. I'm still on that stupid 90 Day Fiance trash TV. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But you know what? If you file uh, follow Kyle Boschniak, K Y L E B O C H N I A K. There's a really really good story behind him. A really good. Uh, really interesting. I think y'all will really like it. So uh, follow Kyle. Crash, all right, all right, all right. So quickly, I just wanted to say, throwing back to last week's card, uh, two terrible decisions, uh, one being in the Anders fight, and of course the other one being in the Luis Pena fight. Uh, both of those oh, fights yeah. uh, should have gone the other way, uh, in my I opinion. Uh, Marco, let's throw to you. What do you got? Guilty pleasure. Uh, Twitter follow. Get us out of here for this week, brother. What you got? Ah, my guilty pleasure this week has been watching the Nationals go to the World Series. <laughs> I don't know why I'm rooting for those dudes. So, yeah, that's the only time I follow baseball is one of the freaking playoffs and the World Series. So, follow Tony, I see Tony, follow Producer and Produce, follow me, Amaldo Marco, follow Panapandora Box, follow the show at another MMA cast, read on review as Knucklehead, what in Google Play, iTunes, uh, uh, Spotify. Uh, the fights this weekend are on Friday. In Boston, on Saturday, Friday, ESPN 2. If you cannot find it, you don't. Don't fight this weekend. Without it, you guys can get next week and go to fight. All right, Pammy, and just like that, out of here. Bye. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> TJ. T- TJ, who's your mama?